I love you. Hey, welcome back to the couch potatoes. I am the green traveler from Gorsh. And I am the face of Sleon and distracted. And <laughs> that's why I started into a song. I was initially just going to be like, hey, welcome back. But then I watched you get distracted. Uh, and in the watching process of you getting distracted, I turned it into a song because yeah. I was distracted. And that's yes. all I could do. We're bringing it back. This ADHD. is the Marvel playlist. <laughs> On Green and Faceless on the Couch, Yay. a podcast about movies and TV. We're talking about Daredevil. Yes, our yeah, sixth episode. A lot of, of people playlist. are so excited about this, this yep. new Daredevil stuff. Yep, Daredevil yeah. Born Again. Yeah, they're really Coming excited to about that. But this is nothing like that. Yeah, we're not talking Charlie Cox. <laughs> we're not talking Charlie Cox. We're talking Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Before he was Batman, he was poor Batman. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this, is, this is technically like Marvel's... I mean, there's a better there's better yeah, comparisons, uh, but like yeah. this is the one that, you know, if you're talking... He does have super sensory capabilities. Yeah, yeah. Daredevil's different. Definitely different. Yes. He is a blind man. Uh, in, in the movie we're talking to today, the, the 2003 Ben Affleck film, uh, he was hit, you know, he was, he was running across the pay, across like a, a, like a construction site or something. Yeah. Running away from his father's his death. Dad. No, his no. dad. Cause his dad was beating somebody oh, up. Oh yeah. I saw yeah. his dad being a bad boy. Yeah. His dad was and... a, his dad was a famous boxer. Yeah, uh, oh, washed up though. What was his? What was his name? Uh, it doesn't have his name. Murdoch. Uh, his Jack the Murdoch Mur- Maverick. I can't remember. Was it Maverick? The, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what his uh, his. That's David Keith name was. Yeah, yeah, David. He did a good job. Yeah, yeah. That's a small role. Hey, your scar scan results are in. Yeah, two That's exciting. network risks. That's that good I stuff. Don't pay for to get out of here. Good to know, though. It's good to know. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, ADHD. Uh, his dad was a boxer. Uh, his dad took money to throw matches. He wasn't a good, you know, great guy. But uh, he hit, and his son. The last thing his son saw, truly saw, was him. You know, about to beat somebody up for cash. Yeah, because the guy owed somebody else money, and, yeah. and Jack Murdoch was the, working uh, for somebody. Yeah, he was he was the he was the fist for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> see what I did there? Oh, I see. The hand, the fist. That's whatever. Oh, okay. Iron fist. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's what Matt Murdoch sees. He's running away, and there's this forklift coming his way. And the forklift turns real fast when a kid runs out in front of it and uh, cuts into some toxic, toxic waste barrels. Toxic waste barrels that they're just carrying around. Yep. This is Splashes. your job that you do in the public of New York for some reason. For something, yeah. Uh, and yeah. a kid just ran out there. There's no guards for any of this toxic waste or anything. No. Kids can just run across it. Yeah. And it splashes poor Matt Murdock. Uh, not played by Ben Affleck here yet, but by somebody else who is young. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it splashes this poor kid, and he's blinded for life. Scott Terra. 
Scott Tara. Young Matt. There it is. Nice. Found it. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, poor Matt, he's blinded, but he can see he can see like a bat. He has sonar vision. Yeah. And sure. uh, yeah, something like that. That's how <laughs> we'll explain something. it. And yeah, he, he trains himself, you know, he, he learns how to not be uh Yeah, to be just fearless. cut out uh, he cuts out all fear. cut out a whole lot of characters from his story. Too. That's true, yeah, it does, <laughs> it does indeed. But it's it's a decent origin though. Um, an origin that d- inspired who? For I don't know. Teenage uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles, remember? That's all they are. They're toxic goo. They got oh, spewed into sure, the sewer. Sure, yeah. They took a lot yeah. from from Daredevil. Daredevil was like huge inspiration. I for see. Teenage I see. Mutant I can Turtles. see that. Yeah. And I think that there is like an official tying them into the Marvel Universe. I know they crossed over to Batman a couple times. A couple times, yeah. yeah Back in the free days when there was well, even... Not, just recently there was a Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja crossover. Was I there? think they're still in this like weird... Limbo. Yeah, limbo. But I think Marvel technically like through subsidiaries, I guess Disney owns the rights. Uh, but I'm not sure. I don't maybe. remember how it works. But uh, like, I'm pretty sure they are I part of that universe. Nickelodeon, but yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are <laughs> of that Marvel universe, but yeah, just the, the Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover, it's beautiful stuff. <laughs> it's really good shit. The artwork is amazing. That guy appears on Half in a Bag sometimes and he's just a beautiful soul. So I, I think uh, it would work if if we had a Marvel Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, I think that would be fun. That would yeah, it'd be nice. And I think that might be where they're going. No, Seth no. Seth Rogen's making the the animated. Oh yeah, movie. the animated movie. Yeah. movie. yeah, I feel like as long as they keep making those movies, Marvel can't use them. Oh, I feel like if those fair. movies weren't coming like out. Spider Man. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice though. I would love to see them in the universe. It'd be really kind of funny. Especially if they're bringing Deadpool in. Like, come on. Yeah. You can just That'd be really it. funny. So let's go back to not Spider-Man, but close enough. Not Spider-Man. We're talking to um, you. True. <laughs> but at the end there, we mentioned Spider-Man. And I, brief that one. was a very good segue. You ruined it. Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt trains himself to be the man without fear, which is, uh, that's, you know, Daredevil's moniker. Yes. He's, he is, you know, he's Batman. He's the, you know, he fights for <laughs> <He's> Batman. <laughs> But no, he uh, he grows I, up to be Ben Affleck. Uh, ben yes, Affleck, attorney at law. Yes, Ben Affleck, attorney at law. Matt Murdock. Uh, he basically works pro bono. Yeah. Uh, to his partner, uh, Happy. Franklin Happy Foggy Nelson. <laughs> um, <laughs> John Favreau. Yeah, very early. Um, join in. The Marvel Universe. Yeah, before he was out. before he was happy, he was froggy. He was foggy. <laughs> <laughs> I did not remember that. Seeing when like okay, so like the the credits are rolling at the beginning, you know, they're showing mm-hmm. the names of everybody, and I see John Favreau and I was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> I watched it with Ronvald the Scald. Yeah. And that was fun yeah. there was a lot of talking at the beginning and no, it's like, just fair yeah that's, <laughs> i mean whenever we watch movies like i mean if anybody watches yes. a movie with me i'm talking non-stop and yes. i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry like it's just it's, Dude, unless we're in a theater if we're in my, a theater i'm getting yeah, my attention you know it, i i i it's not necessarily a peeve with me especially if it's t- a formulaic tv show or 
something I've seen before. Yeah. But my aunt, she would have done kicked you out of her house. That's totally fine. <laughs> it's just the ADHD. You know, it's 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 me in my head and I'm like, I need to talk now. I need there's too much silence besides. I just thought of something. <laughs> yes. yes. I, need to get I just thought there. of something and need to get it out there. I have that a lot too. Yeah. And it's harder when there's more than like three people in the room because I'm not fast enough. <laughs> yeah and, and normally when i'm watching something with people i've seen it before and so i and, and i got stupid factoids that you don't need to know about at all but i want to talk about them so yeah. that people think i'm smart yeah. that's what i do speaking of which this movie was bounced around a lot in regards to its right just like this conversation yep exactly ADHD. But no, I had Rocky pre-production. It was bounced back and forth. Christopher, uh, I say Christopher Columbus. Chris Columbus of okay. you know, the first yeah. two Harry yeah. Potter films was initially attached. Yeah. Yeah, he was trying to... Yeah, oh, that's right. He was trying to uh, make this film for a while. Couldn't do it because people didn't want to give it money. Oh. And they didn't want to give it money because in the late 90s, Marvel almost went broke. They oh, were yes. belly up. They were yeah. floundering. Thankfully, Spider-Man movie happened. Things were happening. People were like, oh, these superhero films, they could be a thing. Let's try to give it some money. Oh, and one of the biggest... World. A whole new world, baby. <laughs> one of the biggest comics was Daredevil. You know, uh, Frank Miller did the Born Again comic, took it off. And then recently, not like I think around the time of this, I can't remember, I don't remember the dates, but somewhere along the line, Brian Michael Bendis did Daredevil. And again, sales boom. They like Marvel loves to put their two their best names on either Daredevil or Spider Man. Yeah. It's like if we can keep those two rolling, we're we'll fucking be fine. Good. <laughs> These two got us through the nineties. We'll be fine. But yeah, this this one I don't know um this movie I think took inspiration from Guardian Angel. Or Guardian Devil, I think is what it's called. Guardian Devil. And I want to say that was Kevin Smith, but I'm not sure. I can't remember who Kevin Smith is in this film. Yeah. Uh, And when he came in, I was like, oh, look, it's Kevin Smith. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't take I wouldn't take my word for that one. That's that one's coming out of my ass. I just know it's based off of the 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 Guardian Devil storyline, uh, specifically that opening. Um, I think the opening shot. You we start in Medius Res. Uh-huh. With a uh, an old you know Ben Affleck daredevil on top of a um, on a on a cross on top of a church and there's lightning behind him. It's very Frank Miller uh, Dark Knight Rises shot, but it's it's from the Guardian Angel comic book, and they just took that and put it right into this. They're just uh-huh. like we're taking yeah. this shot and we're opening with <laughs> it, and it is a good shot. And then yeah. Daredevil uh, ropes down into the church. Hurts himself. You can see that he's beaten up and bloodied. Yeah. And the priest comes in. He's like, Matt, what the fuck happened? And that's when Matt tells his his story, what yeah. we've already told, yeah. the origin. Yeah. Um, but you Flashback. Do... Yeah. Um, so, uh, Kevin Beautiful Smith, stuff. as I said, is in this. And his character's name was Jack Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's, that's pretty, pretty good. Great. Good Easter egg that we didn't notice while watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, it's, it's uh, from there... From uh, once we get the flashback of, of the origin story, and we uh, we cut 
to you know Ben and uh, sorry Matt and and Froggy and Foggy Foggy Happy <laughs> Jesus Foggy Happy Froggy God I'm so sorry green. I keep forgetting his name is Foggy and all I'm trying to do is like <laughs> not say Happy yeah and so in the process of saying Happy I say Froggy I guess <laughs> but no yeah he he him and ha- uh, Foggy damn it him and Foggy have their own <laughs> their own business and as you mentioned they do it pro bono they're trying to help innocent people because one of Matt Murdock's new senses is really pristine hearing yes. he can hear heartbeats and so he knows pretty much when people are lying to him he's a human and lie detector and yes, uh, he hears their heartbeat yeah. yeah he uses that too in uh in the courtroom he'll yeah. listen to witnesses given the stand and one of the opening people we see is uh he lies about hurting a woman raping mm-hmm. a, a prostitute i believe yeah well worker. someone uh, but anyhow uh yeah that is how Matt targets uh, his victims for his line of serial murders. <laughs> <laughs> he just beats him up real bad. No! <laughs> he threw the guy on the tracks where he broke his back and then got trisected by a train. Imagine didn't kill him. Matt led him to him his death. There. And it wasn't the first time. No, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> people know about people know about Daredevil through you know word of mouth. He is like this this myth of Hell's Kitchen. Yes. Um. People, there's a, there's people who like have, you know, they'll they'll post them in the newspaper, and it's like a literal devil. People, you know, yeah, people are like, I think he's a he's a like half devil, half man kind of thing. Yeah, or, this is mostly perpetuated by Ben. Yurik, who works for like uh, a national inquisitor type. I believe they called it the Daily Bugle. I do think they actually he called said it the Daily Bugle. I'm not sure. I, I believe, but I mean, that's where he usually works in the comic. But I feel like oh. just in passing it, I think there's like one shot of like Daily Bugle thing. Oh, maybe. But, anyways, that's played by Joe Panto Liano nice. from The Matrix. Yeah. And uh, it, it is a weird role. Uh, Ron Vald kept on saying, why is he just like always just sleazy? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, Every so is scene. Matt. Matt is yeah, pretty sleazy a too. Little bit. Like, yeah. cause you know, it's a, it's a common, I think it's pretty much a stereotype of blind people that, you know, they, they like, you know, the hottest of women or they want yeah, to in like movies anyway. Yeah, Cause it's yeah. like, I feel like with, with when we watched Ray recently and now yeah. this where, you know, Ben, or Matt will be talking to Foggy, and you know he'll just like he'll immediately stop in his sentence. Matt will stop in his sentence and be like, "There's one coming," and, and Foggy's like, oh, "What's going on? Where is she?" It yeah. is the most misogynistic scene yeah. I've seen in a while, but yeah. it was also hilarious. It was pretty funny, but yeah, <laughs> a beautiful woman by the name of Electra Nachos, uh, Jennifer Garner, yes. Netflix's first wife. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is. I think this is where he they first met. I'm not is sure. It? Well, not first no met, idea. but they they worked on another film together. I can't remember what that one was, but I think it was either this movie or that one that was their first time working together. Um, I can't keep up with this drama. I know. Yeah. Poor Ben. Affleck. Ben. I'm sorry, man. 
But yeah, mm-hmm. this is where uh, you know Electronachos we get introduced, and and yeah. Foggy has to describe to uh, <laughs> Matt, you know, that she's ugly, not at all worth his time. <laughs> yeah, he's trying but very hard. That reminded me also, like they were at a like a cafe or a diner, yeah. uh, and. <laughs> Can Rodvald the Skull must have been hungry. His, <laughs> he was like, we should open up like a Marvel themed bar. Or maybe I said that. I don't remember. <laughs> but either way, we said that we would serve Electra Nachos. They even make that joke in this movie. Do they? Yeah, there's a moment where Matt and uh, Foggy are talking, and Fog- uh, Matt tells Foggy what her name is. Yeah. And Matt, uh, Foggy's like, what's your name? He's like, Electra Nachos. Oh, she sounds like a serving course at a you know, Mexican restaurant or yeah, something. Like, yeah, I can't remember something. what he said, but it's it's ridiculous. <clears throat> and her name is ridiculous. Like, I'm pretty sure it's Nachos, though. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> Electra Nachos is pretty funny. But, I mean, like, I know there's a different, like, fluctuation on it, but at the same time, it's just like, who fucking named her? That's the dumbest yeah, name. Yeah, like, they, they didn't say it out loud when they were writing No. It. Uh, I know why they called her Electra. Electra's uh, great. Electra, That's a good name. Yeah, it's a good Greek name, but it's also, uh, <clears throat> in that Greek tragedy, she's avenging her father. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, Nicholas... Uh, Nachos, played by Eric Avari, who I didn't know was in there. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, I always like seeing him. But anyways, uh, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's killed by, yes. uh, through, through the Kingpin's act. Yes. We have the Kingpin in this, Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. A very good Kingpin. He, I do, I do like his Kingpin, but he's you can't beat... Vincent D'Onofrio. No, Vincent D'Onofrio is yeah. amazing. He but, is the kingpin. <laughs> yes, for sure. And we miss Michael Clark Duncan. That's for damn sure. It is true. Um, so he hires Bullseye. Another name I did not know was in this. That I completely uh, yes, forgot. Colin Farrell in probably the strangest role I've ever seen him in. He's been in He's, a, so yeah. many fucking roles. Yeah, it's it's really weird, and but he is good in it. He I is do, good. I do like this Bullseye. It's, it might be... He might be playing in a different movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely is. Like, honestly, his scenes are weird, too, because there's, um, when they first mention him, I think it's, like, in a meeting with the, the Kingpin and mm-hmm. his secretary guy. Um, I don't I forget. See, yeah, I don't see him on here. Wesley. Wesley, yeah. Played by Leland Orser. Um... Yeah, he's talking with Wesley, and Wesley's like, do you want me to hire Bullseye? And then they, like, cut to Bullseye at a bar, and he's, like, he's got a beanie on and everything, yeah. and he's throwing darts while drinking, like, chugging a beer, and the guy's like, you cheated, and then he throws a dart and, like, 15 more darts and, like, kills yeah. the guy in the middle of a bar, and he pulls his beanie off. He does it with a paperclip. That's right. Yeah, he does yeah. with a bunch of paperclips. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he just kills this guy straight up, and everybody's looking at him like, oh, my God. And not a single person's doing anything or dialing yeah. 911. And then he he removes his beanie. He's got he's got a bullseye yeah. scar. Like, like Marilyn Manson. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I do not think that that is it, how bullseye is portrayed in the comics. I I'm think pretty, some... 
Uh, maybe, but I I'm pretty sure it's just the costume that has yeah. the target on it. it, it that's uh, that's another weird thing that I'll get to right after this. But it's like if, at the very end of that scene, they cut right back to the conversation with like Kingpin and uh, with and Wesley, and it's just like it's so weird. The editing around mm. Colin Farrell's scenes are weird. He just like a he's like a cut into moments. I have at one time seen the director's cut of this, and it is better. I would that be yeah. And I do know that fans were pretty pissed about this movie actually. I that's fair. I mean, I I remember hating it as a kid, but coming back to it, I was I was honestly just like, huh, it's not that bad. Like, yeah, I don't think I ever actually hated it, um, but it's not great. It's not great, <laughs> no. But it's it's also more fun than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. Uh, but sure. another weird thing about uh, Bullseye, speaking of the costume, is there's a moment where he when he meets Kingpin, he says, "I want a costume." Yeah. Never gets a he costume. Never gets a costume. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Why you was know, this left really in? <laughs> funny?" If when they finally fight the Kingpin at the end of the movie, if it was just like hanging up in the back. Yeah. <laughs> like I was gonna get it. So. <laughs> he died. <laughs> or whatever happened to him, I forget. Yeah, I, he, I think it just gets rested. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here we are at near the end of our episode. I'm <laughs> going to spoil the entirety of this movie for you because it's something that really bothers me. That's fair. At the very at the end, the end bothers me too. Yes. At the end, similar botherings. At the end, Matt Murdock has a chance to kill Wilson Fisk, the guy who killed his dad. The, the whole reason that he's pretty much doing this. Uh, yeah. And. <clears throat> He doesn't. However, up to this point, he has literally killed every single other person, including Bullseye. And Bullseye, like you could argue more, that was maybe more self-defense. But like he was, he, he, it's not like that fight with Bullseye made him learn his lesson. No. He killed him. (laughs) (laughs) And then when he gets to the big bad, he's like, no. Killing doesn't fix anything. It's like, this is the one person. This is the one person that it might fix most things for a little while. Yeah, there's no, there's no real focus in regards to story no, or character development. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, it, it definitely feels like they were setting up something big yeah. and were told at the very end they wouldn't get it. Yeah. Um, because it, what bothers me is the bullseye fight scene. That's your ending. Yeah. That's your ending of your first movie. He fights Bullseye. He's good. And then he finds out that Kingpin did it. That Kingpin was responsible for everything that Bullseye did. And that's the second movie is him taking the Kingpin down. But yeah. it feels like they found out like near the end. It's like, oh, by the way, you guys are not oh, getting a sequel. get one movie. Yeah. We, we are not coming back to this. And they were just like, oh, fuck. Okay. We'll end it then with, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll figure out what to do with Kingpin. I don't know if that's at all what happened, but that's how it feels to me. That's it's how like, it feels. That is your I, speculation. I hate the ending to this because they didn't build up with Kingpin at all. Like, no. I mean, he's in it's, it. Yeah. There's some pretty shit. interesting scenes with him, but yeah. Yeah. He, he should have been the second villain. Like, he should have been the second movie villain, I mean. Yeah, he. Like, I don't think he should have been in this movie any less than he was, besides the, maybe that last scene. Right, agreed. But, yeah, yeah, I can agree with you that that could have been a, in a sequel and, and would have been fun. Like, you could have ended his interaction with the film with him, like, breaking his Marvel table in half or something. Yeah, getting pissed that yeah. Daredevil stopped Bullseye. Set, and, set him up real yeah, nice for the next movie. That would have been good. But, no, they... they yeah, what bothers me the most is when he runs over there 
And I was just like, oh, yeah, he does fight Kingpin, doesn't he? Yeah. I had forgotten this. Yeah. I was like, Choreography's Damn. not bad. No, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's my overall, I guess, closing statement-wise, my overall feeling on this film is it's far fun, more fun than I thought it would be. The acting's Fair. not as atrocious as I thought it was. Fair. Like, I actually do kind of like Ben Affleck as Matt Murdock. I think he does it's a decent not job. Bad. Yeah, it's it not really bad. It isn't bad. I his like... chin fits better in this costume Agreed. than the other. Agreed. No, like, his, <laughs> sorry. his chin makes sense in this costume. Yeah. Like, I mean... They, it's like they made it for him. That yeah. other costume does not work. No, yeah, you for see, him. you see Ben Affleck in the Batman suit, and I'm just like, how does nobody else know this is Ben yeah. Affleck? Like, yeah. yeah, like don't he, even tell me that, like, because Bruce Wayne is, I would assume, is on a similar level of popularity as Ben Affleck in the yeah. you know, in this world, and so it's just like you would see that chin, <laughs> and you'd just be like. That looks like that ben, looks uh, like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it right? looks like Bruce Wayne's chin, isn't it? And everybody's uh, like, I don't know. You know what? It does look like Ben Affleck, though. And then they, yeah, and then they see they see Bruce Wayne the next time, and they're like, he is pretty fucking jacked for a CEO. Isn't yeah, he, he like, is. Yeah. It's like billionaire gems, dude. Billionaire gems. It's it's just that's the yeah. biggest like my whole problem with the Snyder is I'm just like, I don't get me wrong, I like Ben Affleck, but as Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah, I don't know. He, he works. He does do a decent job, but I'm yeah. just like, I would, I see that. I, I, okay, like, he does, does nobody know? pretty good as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Bruce Wayne's good. And he's even, just, you know, even what he's trying to do as Batman is, is fine. It's fine, yeah. Like, he, he, he does the job. It's just the look isn't quite there. Yeah, the look just is so goofy because you see it. It's just immediately. It's been athletic. It's it was the athletic. same thing with George Clooney. But here in, in Daredevil, it's not too bad. It's, no, it's really good. And the CGI actually is... is not st- bad. Yeah, it stands up. So it's, I give it three stars. CGI. Yeah, I give it three stars. It's it's, it's fun film, but it's it's not all there. Yeah. They were far-reaching. Yeah. I think that there was characters that they didn't quite get developed enough, including, honestly, Elektra, even though she does have some great stuff in this. She'll get, she'll get her spinoff. She does get her spinoff movie here soon. Um, however, uh, yeah, I don't know. The the, 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 t- the television show just tells that story so much better. That's fair, yeah. Um, and... But still, I it's not it's still a watchable movie. If you wanted to go through all the Marvel movies like we are, it's it's one of the ones that I felt have been worthwhile so far. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I give it a full face. This and Howard the Duck. Yep. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> Imagine if somebody doesn't like actually listen to us and they're just like, oh my god, those are the only two films. <laughs> what the fuck? Pre MCU. <laughs> These guys are stupid. <laughs> X Men was boss, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you are enjoying the Marvel playlist, uh, we'll be back next Monday. We will. Um, and, you know, you can always head down to patreon.com slash green and faceless, listen to our back catalog, uh, get subscribed, pay us money. Help us out. That's right. We love and support your ears. Love and support our rears. Yes, that would be great. <laughs> you know, I like to sit on my rear, as is evident by the amount of television I watch. Yeah, yeah. And that we talk about in our Patreon exclusives. So check that out. It's bank- called Bangers and Hash. Okay. That's the show. That is. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I 
and the face of Liz Leon, the stretchiest experiment on Earth. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.